brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm a hippo. Broadcast hippo. Digital media. Andrew Z in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, Ted Lang. You remember him from Isaac, the bartender from The Love Boat, and many other. Uh, he's been been doing Hollywood for forty years, and uh, Ted yeah. is on right now. now Ted, um, let, let's start. How did you get started into acting? Uh, in the ninth grade, in uh-huh. what we called then junior high school, uh-huh. I was the guy that sat in the classroom in the back and would make comments about the teacher or the lesson or the class, you know, biology or Spanish, whatever it was, I was the guy. And you'd always hear a little circle of laughter coming from wherever I was sitting. Yeah, yeah. So my teacher put me in a school play, A Christmas Carol, and he let me play Ebenezer Scrooge, okay? And we did that. And so then there was going to be another play later in the year, like uh-huh. in the spring, you know. And so he said to me, you know how you like to crack jokes in the back of my class? Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. He says, well, I want you to be Macbeth. We're going to do Macbeth and that's oh. the start of the show. And I want you to play that part. I said, uh-huh. oh, fantastic. He said, but you got to shut up in my class. You can't be making these jokes and doing all of this stuff you've been doing. Uh-huh. I said, well, you, you know, but, and he said, listen, if you do it in my class again, you won't play Macbeth. I'll give the role to Donald Germany. And I went, <laughs> oh, no, you can't give the role Donald to Ger- Donald Don- You know what, Ted, 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 Donald Germany can't hold the candle to Ted Lang. How right, dare that's you- what I told my teacher, but he said if I didn't shut up, he was going to give him a, a, a blowtorch, you know? <laughs> so, uh, and that's what happened. So I, I cooled off in his class, but of course, yeah. in some of the other classes, I was still a little bit outrageous. <laughs> right, right. But that's how I got into it, and, and I really liked being uh, in a play. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I went to high school, I just kept following and following and following. And uh, that's how I kind of got, you know, bitten by the bug. And I'm, ge- I'm guessing that um, when you when you do the love boat, it's just it's just a part for you at the time. You don't realize how big that's going to be because you were uh, you went to like a, a, a royal acting class. Like you got a special well, that was after love boat. That was after love boat. As a matter of fact, I was uh, uh, directing Lynn Redgrave who comes from an acting family. Um, and she is the one that said, you know, you should go to this school. And she wrote me a letter and I went to the school and I picked up a whole lot of tips on um, doing Shakespeare. But uh, no, I, uh, 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 when, when we, did, nobody knows. This is the thing, Andrew. It's just a regular nobody, nobody knows. You know, you put these people together. I mean, we did three pilots for Love Boat. And the first pilot, they threw everybody out and kept the boat. (laughs) (laughs) The only thing they knew that worked was the boat. And then the second pilot, they had me, Fred Grandy, and Bernie Capel. So they put the three of us together. But they didn't like the captain, and they didn't like the girl. Okay, so then they did one fine, one more final pilot, and uh, they found Gavin McLeod, and they found Lauren Tweez, and they put us together. But even the network didn't know. I'm gonna tell you how this goes. Uh-huh. The network, they didn't want to put us on. So, so Doug Kramer, who was the what they call the executive producer, he was the main guy. Yeah. He goes to Aaron Spelling. He says, hey, I went back to the network, and they said they're not going to put us on. And uh, uh, Aaron Spelling said, I'll handle it. Because <laughs> he was one of the most powerful guys in Hollywood. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, well, and here's the thing. Back then, people that don't realize if you weren't alive like we were, dude, back then, that was appointment viewing. Everyone watched. It's not like now where there's 75 channels and yeah. seven billion yeah, things yeah, to yeah, watch yeah. on the internet whatever you watched love boat and you watched fantasy island right, right that right, was what, yeah that's what that's what the whole world did yeah that was three networks we would get 70 million people Jesus. on a premiere show 70 seven zero not seven and here's what people zero people don't realize like a Netflix show right now is a hit with like 2 million people. Yeah. yeah. 70 million, million. people watching, watching yeah. the show. We couldn't <laughs> go anywhere in the world. So anyway, Aaron Spelling calls up ABC network and says, look, I hear you didn't want to put the show on. They go, yeah, no, we, we think San Pedro beach bums is going to be the hit. <laughs> <laughs> no one's even heard of that to this day. Yes, no, you know what I think? I think you should put Love Boat on Saturday nights, 10 o'clock against Carol Burnett. Mm. And they go, yeah, but he goes, no, no, I do all of your movies, your TV movies. I do all your movies. I gave you Charlie's Angels, Rookies, Mod Squad. I gave you all this show. Do me a little favor. You do this put one. Love Boat on. Yeah. And they put it on, and it went right through the roof. So mm-hmm. even the network didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. they had no idea. With the advent of Hulu and everything that has come out, have you found a resurgence of uh, of notoriety? Have people started to rediscover the Love Boat? I have a five year old oh, oh. who watches the Golden Girls. Yeah. 
Yeah, I no, I get fan mail every day. Mm. Every day wow. I go to the mailbox, I'm getting fan mail, and they want pictures and autographs. And, and you know, you go to the autograph shows. Have you guys ever done the autograph shows? No. Oh, you don't know about? Do you know about the autograph show? Yeah, where you you go and then the fans come. Like like for instance, there's a there's a buddy of mine today. He's traveling in. We're in Ohio. He's traveling into Michigan to go see the original Blue Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, see there you go. Yeah, at, man. at a comic book they, show or something. They got these Hollywood uh, uh, autograph shows, uh-huh. and uh, I remember I did one about thirty years ago when they first started. Uh-huh. And uh, Larry Wilcox, who was on uh, Chips. Chips, Chips. He was a uh, pond. He was John. John, right? And so this guy called me up and he said, "Hey, uh, we're doing an autograph show here in New Jersey in October. They got some big autograph show in New Jersey." Uh-huh. And I said, "Nah, I, I, I don't want to do it." And the guy goes, "What? Why don't you want to do it?" I said, you know, you sit up there, you sign some autographs, and you, you know, they pay you a dollar fifty, and I, I don't want to sign autographs for a dollar fifty. And the guy said, when was the last time you did an autograph show? <laughs> I said, oh, about thirty years ago. He said, well, it's changed. I'm gonna have Larry Wilcox call you. Just, I'm not gonna explain it to you. I'm gonna yeah. let Larry. Wilcox. <laughs> So Larry calls me. He says, "Ted, Ted, it's not a dollar fifty anymore. They're paying. They're paying really good money. So you could get. I could get an autograph. You get an autograph and take a picture uh, for fifty bucks. Uh-huh. Fifty bucks a pop." <laughs> You got you got a thousand people there. They, they yeah, do- man, that's some good money. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I know you're kidding me. No, really. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And uh, what's the guy's name from uh, 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 Rocky Horror Show? Tim. Tim Burton. Tim. No, no. no. Tim. Um, you Tim, know. Tim. 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 Tim you know. Tim. Tim yeah. Tim who? Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim Curry. Tim yeah. Curry. I Tim saw Curry. Tim Curry at an autograph show, uh-huh. and he had had a stroke, uh-huh. and he couldn't sign the pictures because he'd had a stroke. Uh-huh. Do you know he set up a way for them to take a picture with him? <laughs> he couldn't hardly move, but they'd sit down next to Tim Curry. Take a picture and give him the 50 bucks. <laughs> he had a line around the room and out the door and down the hole. I mean, you know, because they wanted Tim Curry. Here's what's crazy. Yeah, it's, a whole, it's another business. Ted, I honestly believe that you, come, you came to this kind of worldview because on the love boat, you were the hardest working person on that ship. Only you did the Lido deck. You did Pirates Cove. You were the only bartender on that boat for the love of God. There were people who only had two, one job, one damn job. Gopher just had to go get shit. That doesn't make sense to me. And so now you seem to be like in a mood to be more cooperative. Well, now let me just say this. First of all, there were other bartenders, but I was only working bartender. <laughs> right. you, see, you see these guys in the scene, but I was the only guy giving the drinks out. But let, let me tell you this. I had a director that I called Back of the Head Kynan. And what he would do, his name was Richard Kynan. And what he would do is he put the camera 
back here behind my head like this, you know? <laughs> and uh, the person sitting in front of me, Jackie Smith, mm -hmm. okay, from Charlie's Angels. So I'd say, hey, Jackie, uh, what would you like to drink? And she'd say, uh, I'd like a martini. And I'd say, okay. And then I'd fix the martini and I'd give her the martini, right? Mm -hmm. And so then now they're supposed to come around and shoot me saying, hey, Jackie, what would you like to drink? And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't give me my close-up because he was the mean guy. He was a mean son of a gun. So I call him back in the head. And he always did this, Demetrius. He always put the camera right by, behind my head and over my shoulder so you could see the girl. Then he'd go in and he'd get a close-up of the girl. And then when it's time to come around, he wouldn't come around and get my close-up. Because for those for those who don't know, then he should have they should have been shot twice the second time from the front, and then right. kind of cut back and forth. But he would be the lazy. He'd be like, I, "I got the back of Isaac's head, and I got the front of the girl. That's all I need." And That's you're like, all oh, I need. No, man, you need my front too to mix into the whole the whole right. bang. Right. First of all, you were the right. only black guy on that ship. Everybody knew whose afro that was. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, but you had you know, your close I, up. I, Everybody I knows. I did not get in the business to make my afro famous <laughs> i got in the business to make my face famous so let me tell you what i did this is what i do i'd rehearse the scene he put the camera back behind me i rehearsed the scene and then when he got ready to shoot it i would start the scene like this <laughs> so, uh, what do you want to drink <laughs> and then she said i want a martini and i'd go Okay, martini. Uh, up. That was the only way I could get my face on camera with this guy. So you, you know, I mean, that's uh, directing. You, you, you know, as an actor, you have to figure out how you make the thing work. You know what? It sucks. Is I, I wanted to start this interview, but you can't play copyrighted stuff because that that love boat theme is one of the greatest theme songs ever made for a television show. Paul Williams. Oh, so good. Williams, I will yeah, tell you Charles right Scott. now, that hands down is the only television theme song I will ever sing on karaoke. Oh, funny. Well, hands hands <laughs> down. Speaking of, speaking of which, D, check, check this out, Ted. I, I've only been on one cruise, right? Where'd you go? I, I, uh, we went to the Panama Canal. Oh, man, that's good. Cruise. And, and we, there was a karaoke competition. You hey, hold on. I'm sorry, Go ahead, Andrew. You you paid you paid for a cruise to the Panama Canal. Hell yes. <laughs> Who tricked you into that shitty trip? It was amazing. Don't listen to him. I was in the, the Navy and went to the Panama Canal, and that was crap. It was horrible. And I was in the military. Wait, wait. Well, that explains why it was crap. That is. Yeah, no. Yeah, you were there. They were Listen, serving if you drinks. went through the Panama Canal in the military, you had problems from Jump Street, man. <laughs> so so here's what happened, Ted. So, so I'm on the boat, and they're having a karaoke competition, right? Yeah. So me, I decide my, the best song that I sing out of all of them, I, I'm not a good singer, but the best song I do sing is Love Boat. Wow. So, so I sang the Love Boat, got into the finals singing just the Love Boat, and then I went and got a, a one of the life vests, okay? 
So um, my my last time I'm singing, the last performance, I get the life vest, and I have a, a glass of water st- sitting next to me on a table. So when I do the love, welcome aboard, it's love, and there's that, I put the sensor in the water, so then the life vest, the, the, the blinking lights start lighting up <laughs> at the end while I'm wearing the life vest, and I got a second place. In the in the karaoke competition on the boat, singing the love boat. I love it. I love it. <laughs> why you why you dismam why you dismantled the piece of emergency equipment? How did that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, no, Ted, are you a, a big drinker? Because I mean, obviously, you are the mixologist of the show, and. Uh, over the Andrew, years, Andrew, let me explain this. I <laughs> used to be the big yeah. drinker. I'm uh-huh. not the big drinker anymore. No. Now, you know, now I have to. As a matter of fact, I got a gig with uh, Lee Majors. You know who Lee, Wait, Majors, Lee Majors is? The six million dollar man. Man, yeah, yeah. The six oh my million God, he's man. still alive. He <laughs> and I. Yeah, he said he lives in Florida. As a matter of fact. Uh-huh. Uh, he and I, he came to Hong Kong with us. Uh-huh. We hung out. We both like vodka. Uh-huh. We both uh, uh, drank Stoli, as a matter of fact, Stoli Shania. Uh-huh. And so he and I are like plastered. I'm putting down one more drink than him, and he's impressed. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, hey, you want to, I'm doing Fall Guy. You want to direct my show? I go, yeah, sure. I'll direct your show. And that's how I got the job. We were in Hong Kong at a hotel, and we didn't go right into the hotel. We kind of stood out to let some fresh air kind of help sober us up a little bit. And we, our backs were against the wall of this hotel because we knew if we didn't put our back against the hotel wall, the hotel would fall over. Yep, absolutely. That's just- how drunk we were. <laughs> And that's how big of a drinker I used to be. Used to be. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. I, I want to wow you real quick with, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farah. It's true. I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is that? That's the theme song to Fall Guy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, we were in this restaurant in Hong Kong. And when you go to the bathroom, over the urinals were pictures of movie stars. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So Lee Majors comes out of there because I want to see the manager. For and those who don't know, Lee, Lee Majors is one of the biggest stars of the 70s, 80s. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's no bigger, but go ahead, Ted. He says, I want to see the manager. And they said, Well, what's the problem, Mr. Majors? He says, You got a picture of my wife over the urinal. <laughs> I want that picture down. <laughs> then I'm coming back tomorrow to make sure it's, <laughs> it's down. And they took it down. They took that picture down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they have Farrah Fawcett. So the whole thing was to have all of these female movie stars uh-huh. looking at you while you're standing Why there. You that I didn't even yeah. take it down. Now, um, now Ted, uh, did, was there ever real alcohol on the boat, or was it all just fake stuff? No, you know, no, that no, wasn't no. a real boat, right? There were certain actors that came on. If you gave them real alcohol, you couldn't finish the day's work. <laughs> okay, so like we had a guy named David Wayne. David Wayne was in the play Mr. Roberts. He was a New York actor, Broadway star. 
-hmm. and he came and he went out to lunch and when he came back from lunch he was no more good he just (laughs) just forget it you know now dimitri but now there's another actor named forrest tucker Uh and forrest tucker who was on f troop Uh i don't know if you can pull up a picture for forrest chuck tucker would have a styrofoam glass okay uh-huh. And there would be this much alcohol in the styrofoam glass. And he had his daughter there. And his daughter would give him the styrofoam glass and he'd sip from it. And he'd talk. He'd say, Andrew, so and so, Demetrius, such and such. And he'd be talking. Uh, and then the the, uh, uh, the assistant director would say, Okay, we're ready, gentlemen, we're ready for you. So then we would go on. We'd shoot the scene. He'd drain his glass. Give it to his daughter. And then we'd go on and we'd shoot the scene. Then we'd come off of the scene. He'd put his hand out, mm-hmm. you know, and his daughter would have him the, give him back the cup. There'd be that much whiskey in the styrofoam cup. Well, he did that all day, never missed a line. Wow. I think that Demetrius is like you, Ted, like 30 years ago. Because look, show me your glass, D. There's no there's, he's always got his D's always got his glass. So what are, what are you drinking, D? Uh this is a little bit of bullet with a sousson of Coke. <laughs> it's a little bit of what is it? Bullet. Bullet whiskey. Whoa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. With, 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 yeah. With a, what, what'd you say? With just a sousson of Coke. Yeah. <laughs> See, we used to do rum and coke. See, rum rum makes me uh it takes me back to the islands and I can't I don't yeah, I don't yeah. I'm not an I don't yeah. do well in the island setting. Hey no 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 we get an island girl for you, you'll do fine. That <laughs> that I love you. I I've been married for almost ten years now. Uh don't be fucking that up. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> hey, let me just say this. Let me it wouldn't be me fucking it up. It would be you fucking it up. <laughs> Here, here's a, now, now, Demetrius just 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 uh, crushed my world, Ted. He said you didn't even shoot the love boat on the boat on a boat. You yeah, I did uh, once a year. We'd go out for six weeks. Uh-huh. We also like when we were in Hong Kong, we were really in Hong Kong. When we were in London, oh, no way, Greece, we were in Greece. Yeah, uh-huh. when you watch those episodes, watch watch them again. And uh-huh. whenever we're in, the only ones that are are uh, not shot on a boat was when we went to Mexico, and even a couple of those we did in you know acapulco and some of the other places uh-huh. but m- mainly whenever we went like to europe or the south pacific or the mediterranean we are there we are there wow see i didn't know that well that's good to and you got paid <laughs> and listen to this demetrius i got paid a lot of fucking money buddy <laughs> man ted man damn it ted well, yeah man i'm telling you why does it seem like if where are you at, Ted? Where, where do you live in? What part of California are you in? I live in the South Bay. What's called it's called the South Bay Torrance. So, okay, so you're you're in the Southern California area. So yeah, yeah, why, yeah, Los why Angeles. Do, why do I think that if Demetrius went out there, he could come over and you guys could just hang out and and uh, and just you guys seem to there's some some chemistry. You got to bring the booze though. I'm not supplying <laughs> the booze. Yeah, will you bring, hey, Demetrius, will you bring the booze? Yes, as long as you provide your medical glaucoma medicine. Yeah, yeah, okay. 
Because, uh, listen, I don't want to have to drive home. I'll tell you that. Those days oh, are gone. No, 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 Ted. No. I don't want you driving home either. We'll take yeah. a boat. Yeah, man. Take a boat. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Ted, Ted, you are an absolute, absolute delight, man. We appreciate you taking time on your Saturday morning to uh, to talk to us, and uh, and I'm I'm just honored, man. The Love Boat, Absolutely. and for those who never do not watch it, go watch the Love Boat. It's on reruns everywhere, and Ted gets paid every time you watch an episode. So go watch it. Yeah, right. I get a dollar thirty four for each time it's shown. Is wow. there is there like is there a particular episode where you'd like double up on your money? I can like watch that one over and over again. Yeah. Is there like a episode where you get like five bucks? No, no, no. They these guys they they figured out the system and they're charging you top dollar for uh, commercial time, but they're just giving us a dollar. And see, see, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah. still you don't even work on that show and you're still getting fucked. That's that yeah, Oh man. Hey, you should have been there at the beginning when I was really getting, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there, I had to, I had to educate these guys. You know, I told them you got, you got a black audience happening. You gotta, you gotta address that, you know? And they went, Oh, we do. Yeah, you do. So, um, yeah. Oh, look, it's on uh, CBS Access, HBO Max, uh, Amazon Prime, and on MeTV. If you can find MeTV, you'll see uh, an episode of The Love Boat. Wow, I suggest awesome. you. I suggest you write three letters, and that the first one does CBS Access, HBO Max, and then Amazon Prime. Because Let me you tell you sounded, wait, wait, Demetrius, Demetrius. You sounded shocked, Ted, when wait, you wait, saw wait, that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> they have Love Boat slot machines okay so you go to vegas or tahoe or any place like that uh -huh. and you can play love boat on a slot machine so they didn't tell us cbs did not tell oh, us. fuckers and someone said hey ted did you know i played the the love boat slot machines in vegas i said what <laughs> <laughs> And they said, yeah, they got a slot machine. So we call up CBS to cast. We called CBS. They said, oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you that we licensed this to this slot machine company. So we're going to pay you once a year for the use of your image on mm -hmm. the slot machine. Uh -huh. So that year we got like $3,000. Okay, that's free money. Three thousand dollars. We didn't do anything other than show up on a picture on a slot machine. Right. So the second year, the next year comes. I didn't get a check. There's no. So I go to CBS Access and say, "Hey, remember you said you're going to give us a yearly check for the slot machines?" And they go, "Um, oh, did we say that?" I go, "Yeah, yeah. You said you'd give us." This money, and last year you gave me $3,000. I want my $3,000 this year. And they said, uh, I, I don't think we're going to do that, Ted. What? Said, what? What are you talking about? They said, yeah, we're not going to do that. I said, well, but, but you owe me this money. They said, sue us. Fucker. <laughs> so what are you going to do? You got you know, to $10,000. I will go to every casino. That has yeah. my picture on it. I will go into every casino that has my picture on it and break that bitch with a hammer. <laughs> yeah, I should have had you as a lawyer. <laughs> right? yeah. Well, yeah. Did you follow Ted at all the um the Dave Chappelle um thing where you know because because 
it's it's very common, as you know, Ted. The talent gets fucked in 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 Hollywood by the big companies, and they weren't paying him for the Chappelle show. So he, they, Dave told everyone, stop watching it because I'm not getting any money from it. They gave me a shitty contract, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, I think it was uh, Netflix actually stepped up and paid him. So now the Chappelle show is back. But, I mean, they, they notoriously, it doesn't matter if it's even even singing artists. For for decades, they've, they've screwed these guys. Yeah. Out of, out of the talent. They, the talent gets screwed at all the time out of, out that's, of money. That's, well, it's their game. You understand? It's their, their game. game. Our game is presenting the song or doing mm-hmm. the part. That's our game. Yep. There, And this is what a guy told me. He says, while you're thinking about your lines, they're thinking about how to part you from money. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're sitting there going, what's my next line? And they're going, yeah. how can we uh, talk this guy into signing this and giving us... You know what they used to do to jazz musicians? I wrote a book for Thelonious Monk. I wrote a... They wanted to do a musical of uh-huh. Thelonious Monk's music, and it gave me the premise, and I wrote it and everything. And uh-huh. I interviewed uh, T.S. Monk, who was his son, who was a drummer. And he said, Ted, <laughs> to show you how they treated jazz musicians, they would book a studio. My dad would go into the studio, and he would play. And he's playing, right? Mm-hmm. And they would wait till he got into a groove. And, then- and when they saw he was into a groove, mm-hmm. they would stop the recording. They'd come out and they'd say, hey, um, you got to uh, gotta sign this uh, contract here because, you, you know, we got to tell the production company. So he would, he said, look, look, don't, don't, don't. I'm, 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 I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. He said, no, yeah. just sign this and you'll be fine. Sign this. So he would sign it. Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Underneath it was a carbon, and under the carbon were the rights to his music. So that when he signed the contract for the rental of the studio, he was also signing away the rights to his music. Oh, my God. Because it's easy. There's a thousand and one ways to get you. Big business yeah. fucking fucking us all. They've yeah, been doing it for it's, decades. Yeah, it's just yeah, easy if, to. It, if, if you go see my show, uh, Satchmo at the Waldorf, uh-huh. Satchmo tells you how they screwed him out of his money. Yeah. How mm-hmm. they screwed him out of his money. Mm-hmm. And plus, you know, I mean, he was dealing with, at that time, he was dealing with gangsters. You know, I mean, yeah. literally, right. hitmen. You know, because there's a scene where this guy comes. If you see the play, there's a scene where a guy goes, hey, you're playing in New York tomorrow night. He was in Chicago. And Sassimo said, I ain't playing in New York tomorrow. I got a gig right here in Chicago. And the guy reaches in, pulls out a big gun. He said, you're playing in New York tomorrow night. Jesus. Maybe, okay, maybe I playing in New York. <laughs> oh, my, 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 my schedule in Chicago just freed up. It's yeah, freed up. man. <laughs> Go ahead, D. You were going to say something. <laughs> uh, like when you say Satchmo, Satchmo is Louis Armstrong, right? Right. Yes, sir. Right. For for everybody who was wondering uh-huh. who Satchmo is, it, yeah. it is Louis Armstrong. It's a, it's a derivative of his name that they gave him a nickname of Satchel Mouth because he smiled so big. Mm. And they just shortened Satchel Mouth to Satchmo. Mm. And wow, that. that- 
that became if, his nickname. I don't know one of the greatest musicians of all, jazz musicians. Yeah. Of course. Oh, man, he influenced everybody. If you yeah. have a trumpet, you were doing stuff <laughs> that he pioneered. Yeah, you know? there are a lot yeah, of people right now who are angry in the marching band at Louis Armstrong, just like there are millions of American men who are angry at you who for working in the cruise line bartending industry because you made it look like it was fucking fun. And that was a lie. Demetrius, <laughs> 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 you had two of my drinks, you started having fun, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, when you were in the service, they didn't give you no drinks. They didn't have me on the ship. No, uh, no. Military, man. That's, no. Just, that's the problem there. I would have loved. I would. I would have made the career out of the Navy if we would have had an Isaac on the boat. <laughs> hey, Ted. Now, when it comes to the Princess Cruise Line, basically the love boat was um was a, a, a fuel to the fire of the cruise line industry it exploded because of the love boat and and princess cruise lines their business exploded did you get any special perks like could you go on there did you have like a uh, do you have like a princess gold card or anything no 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 they see what you have to know is that uh princess cruises was under an english flag it flew under an english flag and the English don't give Americans nothing. No. So, as a matter of fact, when I did it, I don't know if you remember, I had a mustache that came Hell down. Yeah. Of yes. course. And, they, and so the English bartender said, well, you know, you you American actors, this isn't authentic. I said, what do you mean it's not authentic? He said, well, you have a mustache. You can't have hair on your face and be in food services. You have to shave off that mustache. And I said, well, listen, if I shave off the mustache, I look like I shouldn't even be in a bar. I look like I'm 17. <laughs> I just come off of a show, uh, That's My Mama, and I played 17. So uh -huh. I said, I'm not shaving off the mustache. Love Boat was so popular. Two years later, when we went back on a ship on a cruise, all the bartenders had my mustache. Had the Isaac. Did you get any money? Well, at one point, wait, wait, wait. Because the people would get on the boat and they'd call the bartender Isaac and then they wouldn't tip him. Oh. And then, so what they did is they grew the mustache and they started getting tips. <laughs> hey, Isaac, and the guy would come over and they go, yeah, give me another margarita. And they give him a tip. So uh, that, that whole thing went out the window about, you know, reality and what the rules right. are and all went right out the window with television. As soon as you become famous. It's funny. The, the, the Isaac was the most famous mustache since the Hitler. The no, Hitler. No, don't compare me to that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Charlie Chan. Or, not Charlie Chan. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or we'll, we'll call, call it that a good mustache. Compare me to uh, Sam Selleck. Sam, Sam Elliott or, or uh, uh, Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. What'd you yeah. say to me, please? Tom Selleck. Guys. Sam yeah, Elliott. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's get behind all the great mustaches in Hollywood. I want to see like a mustache Hall of Fame, Ted, and and I you, want you to be like the first one inducted into it yes. with with the Isaac. Yeah, I think that's okay. what it should be I, called. I, I, Demetrius, I agree with that. <laughs> but there needs to be a, someone. Need, we need to take back the Hitler. Someone no, needs. No, we don't. No, no, no. Well, there's there's no, no. a mustache. That's <laughs> a good mustache. 
It's a good mustache. Yeah, you know, yeah, when, yeah. When it's, like someone like uh, Tom Cruise or someone like um, um, someone big needs to bring back the Hitler so we don't call it that anymore. So we can get rid. So we can still have the mustache, but not attach all the the, the nastiness. Well, the, the the real mustache is Charlie Chaplin because that's yeah. where Hitler got it from. Chaplin, yeah. He wanted to be beloved like Chaplin, so no. he grew the same mustache. I didn't know that. You know? Well, wow that that didn't work out well for him. <laughs> No, no, no. Well, because he was an evil man. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, he should have done more comedies. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> I would have loved to see him walking down the road at the end of the picture. <laughs> there, we go. Yeah. That's a, it's, there it is, right there. There it is. There it is. We have the best producer. We have the best producers on uh, on the internet. All right. Well, yeah. uh, thank you, Georgia. Ted, you were amazing, man. It was a blessing to talk to you, my friend. Absolutely. And Demetrius even joined from Tiffin. He was so excited. He's like, I got to be in on this. So yeah, I'm not missing this. <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen. It was a pleasure to talk to both of you. Oh, thank you, you well, sir. Take care. Ted. The great, the great Ted Lang, my friends. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank oh, you. <laughs> I'm stopping in next time I'm in Toledo. Great. I'll be waiting for you, buddy. All Please, right, man. Thank you. Oh, can, can we bring you to town sometime? Like, do you have an agent or something? Not till COVID is over, no, right. Andrew. I understand. When COVID is over, then we can talk. I, I love it, man. Thank you, Ted. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Andrew Z in the morning. I'm a hippo. Broadcast Hippo. Digital Media. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.